There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Oh, there it is. Beautiful, isn't it? Yes. Quite beautiful. Oh, good morning, everybody. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around. Uh, This is the morning sickness. And oh, Brady got the the good fortune of rolling out to yet another child recital. Oh, there it is. L- listen to those strings. Listen to the strings. Jamming. Oh. But but Brady did say, even the teachers get it. Everybody's understanding. 45 minutes. In. Out. Free. Perfect. That sounds fantastic. That is that is the cost of a love of a child. Free. A little under an hour. That's about all you can tolerate. Well done. I think two Gilbert things Christian. are the factor this time. Is the uh, You're right about the amount of musical time spent. The second is the limit that you can spend in Apache Junction. Why do you guys always it have to go there? It was at that theater again. So oh, weird. man. Got to go to AJ. It's so strange. I didn't know uh, Dr. Lynn had an endorsement yeah. with KUPD now, but apparently. <laughs> he does. He's AJ sort of, and going yeah. to a kid's uh, recital. I'm oh, out. that's my angel up there. Make, those are hers. She's got a solo. Oh, so good. I had about uh, 30 minutes to burn because I had to drop her off because she has to get ready. and Sure. they got to prep for yeah. that. And so I decided to drive. Never really driven the mean streets of AJ yeah. and went around. And it was like being at the uh, World Wildlife Zoo. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. The streets are full of wow. I think that's on the sign. Welcome to AJ. Our streets are full of wow. And it is. It's been a while since I've been out there to the Apache Junction. And there's a reason. It's Apache Junction. It scares me to death. And I have no need for methamphetamine or a used IROC Z, so I don't have to go out there. <laughs> At least it's open. It's out in the air. I mean, you you want it? It's there. You just yeah. roll down the window. It's not hard. Well, the, that's cool. But you talk got, to the guy on the bicycle. Sure. Uh, Which one? The one with no brakes? Exactly. Just stop the guy bike. on a bike. Always on a kid's bike. There. But then they got that. Oh, that's a viola. And my goodness, does that sound. Does it's the most precious... What a gift. What a gift the kids give every time they pick up an instrument and start honking it at you, playing songs they can't stand with zero passion. Oh, it's amazing. I'll never understand that part of kids' recitals. The teacher always makes them play like old. Like they don't care about any of those songs, so there's just zero passion. They're just A to B, A to B, get me to the end of this thing, give me the grade, and get me out. Yeah, one was called the Plowman or something. It's an old yeah. uh, 
Negro Heritage. spiritual. Well, that was not. We they didn't do that one this time. Sweet <laughs> Who's hitting the sour note? <laughs> Kirby also was a feature. Uh, helped out the uh, eighth grade. Yeah, she's in the eighth she, grade. She, no, she's in. The oh, she's in ninth grade. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, she played the uh, sticks. Um, what does that mean? I think what are they called? That you, you kind of tap them. They're not called sticks, but they're they're like wooden. Little wooden things you tap. Those are sticks. That's called a stick. Are they called musical sticks? Well, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. But wooden well, wooden things you hold. Playing in your head. those things. The block. Well, it's not the block because she's banging she's up banging another two stick. Together. Yeah. <laughs> That's her hitting blocks together. All right. She'll start. Oh, was the most sour note ever there. A, a little rough. Yeah. A little. Are they practicing here? Or is this it? Oh, they're wishing me a Merry Christmas. And then some kid with the egg comes in and tries to speed him up a little. And oh, then I hear stops. the sticks. I heard Kirby, on the, sticks. The Kirby sticks. on the sticks. Yeah. Kirby on the mean sticks. I like it. Foo Fighter. No, no, she's definitely a percussionist. <laughs> so she went from the majors to the minors for one game or what? Well, I mean, helping him out. Okay. Helping him out. All right. We need to drop down to the eighth graders and pound sticks together at an unreasonably <laughs> odd rate. I gave her partial credit for first chair sticks. First chair sticks is hard to do because, yeah. well, the kid who does it didn't even show up. So <laughs> his parents didn't want to go to Man. AJ either. We ain't driving over there. Braden, you, you hit sticks together in the backyard. I'm not t- taking time out of a Thursday night for that. I have a job, goddammit. Your father's very angry at you, Braden, for being a stickist. <laughs> I play these two sticks, see? <laughs> Whenever the kid with the egg starts shaking a little fast, I bring him back to, I bring him back to earth. Three, four, three. What's wrong with you, man? I went out of here. If I shake this egg faster, they play those things quicker. Anyway, that sounds awful, Brady, and congratulations on your... And on the last song, I yelled out, Unbelievable! Because the Raiders lost. I'm like, it was <laughs> yeah, you the last had it in your ear. Like, Yeah, the Raiders shot themselves right in the dick last night. Fantastic work. Well, there it is. Congratulations to all the families that have to it's go... It's over! The, the Christmas recitals. Oh, And I'm- my buddy who I sat next to, his daughter's a senior... Yeah. And he says, want you to know, this is our last concert. He's out. We're out. Yeah. It's like, so like, long, sucker. You had similar conversations at that that Brittany Griner had with the airline staff. <laughs> I can't believe I'm out of this. This is it. It's over. The nightmare is over. One more little jaunt and I'm done here. That's it. And then the kids move on to do whatever they want with those instruments. They're not going to play those songs anymore, that's for sure. Except for the real super duper serious ones like Toledo's kid that stepkid of his that has you know musical dreams if a kid plays like 10 instruments he's going to be a music teacher someday Bernie Topin over there yeah his goal is to be poor so he wants <laughs> to be a music teacher and i think that is that knowing your knowing your goal in life is amazing but yeah that is amazing at that it's age unreal and the kid picked up instruments he's great at all of them and his goal in life since he was a young boy was to be a very poor bitter music teacher and he's going to do it i got faith in him that's amazing his goal is to someday, someday be on TV and have everybody say, ah, shut up, because he's going on and on about how nobody supports the arts in school. And then have you yeah, ever, but the trips to Disneyland. Yeah, have and, you heard the I arts? Mean, I have. And there's, why would we support this with money? <laughs> Private schools, that's fine. And the fact they don't charge you, that's, you go in, you see it for free, and you get the hell out of there. That's not bad. That's something worth seeing. Was Kirby happy last night at the end? She was like, that was pretty solid. Yeah. We were pretty good. She felt um, Oh, yeah. She felt it was much better this year. There was one grade that was a little rough. You had to sit 45 one. minutes. You got through all of seventh, them? Seventh, eighth in high school. 
Wait a minute, you had to stay for a whole thing minutes. again? Seventh grade, two songs. Eighth grade, two songs. Looks like Sladio. High school, three songs. Yeah. You oh, got to sit on the aisle so you can <laughs> skip out right after <laughs> she's done. You need to pick up smoking is yeah. what you need to do. They're oh. last. Oh, that's oh. worse. How did ninth grade get last? Well, no, because ninth grade is included in the high school. So oh. it's ninth through twelfth. Oh, geez, Louise. Ugh. Well, that's so a lovely she going to continue thing. this All next year? time ended the... Uh, Man, you didn't see your life unfolding like this. Going to girls' basketball games. Listening to the tootlings of children on ducks. Oh my God, you gotta you gotta check out one of the games. I'm telling you, no. I had a guy cool. emailed me the other day. It said, "You know, private schools in Arizona uh, have been under fire for a long time, and that's why you have to play in snowflake and you play reservation teams, is because the private schools get uh, like they get these." Uh, Patsy games, and then uh, it, it's like a showcase for a lot of the kids, at least for the men's thing. He said he coaches at one of the schools. They're like, we've been trying real hard to get the state to recognize the private schools in the AIA because they're they're taking advantage of the system like they're a free club team. And that's why they go oh, well, beat the tar out of these small cities. I know one thing. I know um, at least on the uh, men's side, uh, they've moved up to 3A, Gilbert. Yeah, that's they'll put them in two so and threes. They start out yeah. at two. That's as far as they'll three. go, though. The two and three is it. Okay. Because they won't let them be in with the other ones because they'll get stabbed by the, the regular kids that go to public schools and are afraid of them. But it's like showcase time. They get one or two, you know, like uh, the Buckeyes have their first four games. Sure. It's like college. They're like the, they're like the Toledo Rockets coming in there and playing right. someone. The Akron Zips get to play. Uh. <laughs> it makes us laugh every time. Brett, Brett enjoys the Zips. <laughs> Uh, I've been uh, kind of paying attention to the news and watching little things. The Brittany Griner thing dominated yesterday. But I also noticed that it is, uh, it is end of the year time and all these things that keep happening. And I'm, and I'm seeing something disturbing because I'm so against it. Is the, they're rolling out loads and loads of psychics on the news. Now, normally that's a Maury Povich or one of those kind of novelty shows that will go, oh, here's a psychic for predictions or entertainment on tonight. The news? But on the news – they had a psychic who, and I don't know how this psychic did it. She was British. She predicted, again, it made me question my hatred towards psychics. And last year, in November, she predicted that in 2022, brace yourselves, because this is a big one, Queen Elizabeth would die. Whoa. She predicted the death of a woman in her late 90s. And nailed it. Man, talk about going out on a limb. I mean, that's Ooh. some psychic power that I it, – it's in, inexplicable. You can't figure it – and also she predicted that uh, uh, Kylie Jenner would have a baby that had medical issues. And that here's the other one that she had. Again, this lady may be in touch with the other side. Kanye West would, Kanye West would probably have some sort of cons- uh, controversy. Nostra- I, 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 this woman, this woman was – Nostradamus. Uh, she's am- <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. I saw predicted the death of Queen Elizabeth. That's her credentials. Last year, yes, I did it. Me, only me, predicted the death of Queen Elizabeth. Whoa. How did you see that coming? And what, she, they, what they left out is she, she made that prediction for the last five right, years. Right, in the last couple of years. They didn't go back to, to 2000 and see, or, you know, like her last 20 years worth. And then on another one, I'm flipping around and they had another news guy. And he's, for the last, he, he claims, although cannot prove with paperwork or videos, that he predicted Princess Diana's death and 9-11. He's like, I, I predicted 9-11. It's like, what, what, well, it was back in the days before internet and all that other stuff. Well, but. we've got some qu- questions for you. Yeah, ask all my friends. <laughs> right. If you predicted it, you knew something. Investigate. Pratt became a psychic? <laughs> right. Oh, I had no Pratt. idea. <laughs> yeah, the ultimate liar, Dave Pratt. Did. Yeah, this is the dude that did it, too. Some old guy, uh, and he's 70-something. 
and he is predicting uh, this year's big prediction is that England will win the World Cup. That's really all he's doing right Here now. We he's, go. he's sticking to the basics. He's, he's British, by the way, so he's rooting for his home country. But he had a, a vision of the Falkland Islands and three lions. And, of course, if you know the Falkland Islands story, Argentinian troops tried to take it over back in 1982, and the British Army went down there and just slaughtered them in, like, 24 hours. They put that thing down fast and took back this tiny little island, I mean, really tiny, that uh, Great Britain had claimed to, and Argentina said, no, that's ours. And somehow or another, a huge fight happened in, like, 24 hours, and the British military just did their damage. Well, that was how he said, I had, I had a brief flash of the Falkland Islands. So I predict Harry Kane and the English team will beat Lionel Messi and the Argentinian team 2-0. And that's his big prediction. Now, this is the guy who claims he saw 9-11 coming. 2-0 final in the World Cup. That's my big statement for my next prediction. I'm the guy who could stop international terrorism if I just concentrated, but the spirits and the powers that be showed me the end game for the cup. And that excites me very much. So, 2-0 U.S., or I mean U.K. over uh, Argentina. We'll see what happens. I don't know if he'll ever beat the, uh, the octopus that would call the World well, Cup. The octopus is the other. That's how I know psychic crap is psychic crap, and we all deep down know it. But, man, oh, man, they were rolling psychics out on the news. I get it that you can have novelty fun with it on a silly show like Drew Barrymore or Kelly Clarkson having a psychic on. Okay, that makes sense. You got some broad with a talk show, got to kill Tom. The news has decided to suck up some time and say, well, this is good information, which just tells you what they know. <laughs> this, that, that's what they know. Is that, but the one, the one lady that, uh, I forgot what she was, uh, she was making silly wacko predictions too about... Uh, Oh, I World leaders? Was. No, nothing special. Oh, uh, she had. Uh, she would. They, they go off the rails. Harry's. Well, she also predicted last year Harry Styles would have a record out this year. Well, you could have looked that oh, up on tough. the internet and said, "When's Harry Styles planning on putting an album out next year?" All right, prediction. That'll happen. Great work, <laughs> Harry. And then the other one was uh, that Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner would either break up or have a baby. Oh, one or the other? Well, one or the other, and neither happened. What, are they weathermen in training or what? Right. You just say stuff. Why not? But her list of predictions, like they put it on the screen. It was like 50 things. The only thing she got right was Queen Elizabeth's death and, and Kanye West is nuts. And they didn't say the other things were wrong? Oh, one she was kind of, no. That's the other, yeah. The yeah. reporter's like, well, you missed that one. That didn't happen. What I about guess this? we're not at the end of the year yet. I did get right that Harry Styles has a record out, did I not? It was pretty good, too, and it was middle of the year. That was a tough predict. And then, of course, a couple other things I did predict that were great was Kanye West's bananas, which we knew. And her other big one that she was leaning on was that Kim and Pete wouldn't work out. Oh, He's big on the Kardashians. What a stretch. Yeah, I don't think Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson's going to work out. No kidding. huh? What leads you to believe that? That the both of them have had 20 relationships in the last 12 months? Wow. You're a bold psychic. And it just got me all juiced up about how much I can't stand psychicry. I think if anything should be illegal in this uh, country, it should be taking money for saying you're a psychic. But then I think of the people giving them money, and it's just as much their fault. You're the dummy to hand a psychic cash. It's not the psychic's fault anymore that they're pulling one over on you. But there's that whole, you know, your product can't lie kind of thing. 
there has to be some. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not into regulations or anything like that. But I mean, if you sell something that claims to be, you know, causing you, you know, it gets rid of headaches, and then later they find out, well, no, it's nothing but wheat germ. They'll they'll take it off the shelves and they'll say you can't sell it or they'll sue you and they fine you and everything. Psychics are the same thing. They lead people down terrible paths sometimes. They're awful, awful people who sometimes get involved in crimes, and that's the worst of it when they start knocking on the doors of people with missing kids. It's or, been a while on that one. I haven't uh, heard that one like that a leading a couple, one that they go to. Right, that they that the the news or the uh, TV makes it, that one show that the Patricia Arquette or whatever. Yeah. Uh, she was a psychic, and they, she was a real lady from Phoenix, and they had her. They'd just show up at her house and go, what did you see about this missing baby? They made that NBC terrible TV show called Medium out of her. But she was on Oprah, so she had credibility. Oprah used to tout the psychic thing pretty good. I don't know too many men who go to psychics, but it's a desperate move. And you're not psychic. If you're sitting there telling me right now, I have psychic capabilities, you're an egomaniac is what you are. You're a lunatic who believes they can, that, that something out there talks only to them. I discovered my gift. Right. You don't have a gift. You just you just say out loud what you think might happen. That's called an opinion. And we all have they those, left remember? The, uh, I think those are like uh, assholes. We all have one. Yes. For most part. I've seen a couple of people that have been cut off at the hips and stuff that don't. I still don't understand how that works. But I guess they have a new one. They just don't have an ass. They just got all, the whole part. For most of them, it's not a gift. They leave the R out of it. It's a grift. It is a grift. Yeah. You are grifting. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> Why do you need an appointment book? You just know when people are going to show up. You, you, tell them, you call them by, ahead of time. Hey, I know you're going to show up at 10, but I have an appointment at 10. Holy cow, you're a good psychic. I haven't even called you yet. Yeah. And I bet your lawn meet needs to be mowed. Just a psychic prediction that you're going to have a lawnmower over that grass. Oh, my God. But, yeah, the guy was on there. I predicted 9-11. Um, that's one of, my, one of my largest ones. Well, that's a pretty big deal. How long? It was about three years in advance. Um, I said that a bearded man from the Middle East in charge of a very, very bad group would take down... Two major industries, uh, buildings in the United States, uh, an attack on American soil. It's like, great, wow, you got some juice. What's your prediction? 2-0, I'm going to say England beats Argentina. I'm like, oh, my God, that's just what that's what everybody does on the NFL today before the games. They guess I'm the score. I'm betting my 401k on that. Right, right. So if you've got any money at all, send it to me. I'll put it right up on my – predictions are very accurate. Again, 9-11, Princess Diana. He says he predicted Princess Diana's death back in the 90s. We've got a couple of papers on that, and a paper came and asked me. I said, she's probably going to die someday, the way she's getting chased about. I was right. And now, the voices are in my head telling me 2-0 England over Argentina. Book it. So I guess Carissa Thompson and the crew on Fox, before the game, they're all psychics. Because they all take a shot at who's going to win the game, and that's that's well, something. Well, that's who they go to first. Then get they on the news, them. right? And then you got to well, and then then they ask the fans, and then they should just have psychic. That would be a great feature. They're always trying to fill time on, you know, the psychics pick the NFL Network, where they're like, Rich takes this, yeah. Michael, Kurt, Mooch. They go over to uh, that uh, Cynthia Freeland who gets everything wrong with her analytics, and then say, "All right, psychic, we are our resident psychic." And they ask this guy, "All right, it's probably like Chiefs twenty-eight." Voices tell me Chiefs are going to win by 14. Plus 14 Chiefs. That's my psychic prediction. There's going to be an injury. Right. My favorite phrase psychics have is, that's not how it works. When you always say, well, then who's going to win the game on Monday? Well, that's not how it works. Well, so you're, you, get, you actually have no power 
stuff just happens where your brain says, by the way, England too, Argentina nothing. You have no control over what you're actually psychic about. It just happens like weather. Pretty much right. Like and it is amazing when it. people are there and they're hearing stuff and, and they say something like, I'm seeing the initials of your mother. Oh, that's... Uh, like a, an M... Those are the well, those are the readers. Her name is Nancy, but you were right. I was right. thinking about my mother. That's, you rationalize that's it. That's that awful John Edwards. Yeah, I, was, I forgot that. Yeah, I was yeah, trying to think of who that was. Horrible human being, that John Edwards. Talked to an entire crowd. I'm thinking an R. There's an R. Uh, uh, someone's passed. There's there someone. Someone in the audience knows someone whose name starts with an R who's dead. Yeah, about eight people probably. First person, right? My husband's name is Roger. Yes, it is. It's Roger. That's it. It's just the worst. And you pay for it. People pay. Desperate people holding on to hope that they can still talk to someone who's passed away. That's, that's, that is a disgusting uh, thing to tell people you can do. It is an absolutely awful thing. I'm in life coaches. Oh, the life right coaches. Don't, don't, don't start on life coaches. Life coaches are – everybody's got a life coach. It's called your friends. Yeah. And when you need to hire a life coach, it means you've lost all your friends. That's the worst thing. It's like they're taking advantage of a lonely person. My life coach. Come on. Their credentials for life coaching. If you're looking coaching, for a good one, just uh, check out Instagram. They're everywhere. Oh, That's an influencer yeah. now. But yeah, life coaches, like what they've got you on is they found out a way to make you pay them to be your friend. That's a grift. That's a huge grift. I got this life coach. You know what's never happened? My life coach and I bonded and have been friends for 20 years. Usually about a year, and it's like, this guy's an asshole. I'm not going to pay him anymore. And then you lose touch with your life coach. I've known three people that went with life coaches. One of them started sleeping with the life coach. And why did she go? She was trying to fix her marriage. <laughs> the life coach could help her out with that. He boned her he right. He gave her life. You know what he also did? He was a, a physical therapist, trainer. I went in at, he'd be in this room with this cute, young, redheaded girl. And every once in a while, her husband would be there. And leave, and he goes, they've hired me on as a life coach. I'm like, you're a personal trainer. I know, but I also can help out with life coaching. You live in a truck sometimes. I've seen. And nutrition. Yeah. Well, nutrition, I'll give you. The guy was in great shape. It's something I'm going to listen to. He's like, he's ripped. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to listen to your advice on nutrition. Life coach, he literally lived in his car every once in a while because his wife kept <laughs> kicking him out. I'm like, what do you know? And he goes, I know pitfalls. I'm like, you don't know how to get out of them, though. That's what they need. They know about pitfalls, too. But three weeks later, he. Looks frazzled. She's leaving. Like, what's going on? I screwed up. I screwed up, man. Why? I've been sleeping with her. I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> You're trying to fix their marriage. You're, like, You're hosing her in the gym. Yeah, it's the only place we can do it. Bro, you didn't see that ass. Oh, maybe she did. She was pretty solid. Was she? I mean, for, you know. Or? Yeah, she was all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All those words you use. He life coached it's her. messed up, man. Yeah. I went to a psychic, and she told me this was going to happen. <laughs> he life coached her right into BJ's in the back of the gym before nice. I showed up. And then I'd show up like a couple weeks later, and the, the two of them are sitting in the room uh, with the husband, chatting it out, doing therapy, and talking about, like, you know, the secrets of life. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's getting worse. He's digging in deeper. Bro, Tell him. bro I'm really sorry. Yeah. Across the line is your life coach. <laughs> I gave your wife life. She's pregnant and it's mine. That's what I thought you meant by life coach. I didn't know what you guys were. I, I don't know what that is. Psychics and life coaches. But they're out there. And it is kind of funny to watch like somebody that goes out and, you know, MSNBC or Fox or whatever pays somebody to sit on their set. And I will give credit. It wasn't Fox. CNN had one. 
MSNBC had one, and then some weird channel I found that I don't understand. Chris Cuomo's on, but it wasn't his show. Had a psychic. He's got some new news channel thing. I'm just flipping it. Was that you know that channel that shows all twelve news stations at once? And you can pick, I picked and chose a couple. Like the what, Red Zone channel. Or yeah, something. they have that. Have you seen that? No, yeah, it's like uh-uh. they have an all news. You get to There's see the cheddar. Blocks. There's uh... no, no, no. It's like I don't know what it is, but it's this. It's nine blocks on Directv, and it's like the the news mix. It's terrible, terrible. Ugh, psychics. But it is the end of the year, so everybody's trying to figure out what's going to happen next year, and they go to the psychics. One thing I do know is the voices from above have told me several stuff. Look, I know who's going to win a Super Bowl, but not quite yet. I have to get through the AFC Championship game to really get a good prediction. Right now I'm leaning towards the Eagles, but that could go south. Here's another thing I know. Joe Biden will die in the next eight years. That's my prediction. It's pretty safe, I think. Yeah, now I'm going out on a limb there, babe. And he tells you it doesn't work that way. I'll give you $1,000. Well, wait, I am seeing something. Hold on. Wait a second. I'm getting another vision. (laughs) Brittany Griner could have complained to her wife tonight about jet lag. Oh, my God. That's a guarantee, mate. I've seen that one in my, my dreams, my visions. I pre-told it, you know. I'm, I'm like a, uh, what do they call him, a sorcerer. Yes, you're going to have that, uh, she's going to have that um, uh, jet lag. It's going to cause her a great, and then she's going to have trouble sleeping. Because she's in a time difference, you know. Yeah. It's going to be trouble. She's been sleeping in the daytime, really, for the last nine months. Come out here, just got to, quite an abrupt difference, you know, driving away from Russia and being in Texas all of a sudden. Trouble. She's going to have trouble. Get a sea leg. It's going to take about a week to be normal again. Also, Brittany Griner going to be on your TV a lot. That is another prediction. So they're going to interview her quite a bit. And I see her getting quite tired of that. Who's going to get the exclusive? Well, they did have that big announcement yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw it. So, I mean, we're really showing Russia what it's all about because, uh, and you guys all know this name. Everybody does. Angel McCautry. Oh, yeah. Angel, Angel McCautry. Oh, yeah, yeah. She made a huge Her. announcement. Yeah, she said that she's never going to play basketball in Russia again. And I mean, Russia has got to be, they got to be down on their knees right now. She's psychic, too? It was crippling. No, no, she's a WNBA basketball player. She's not, when she says, I ain't hooping in Russia no more. I'm like, well, man. If what? three more step up, that's pressure on Russia. Crippling the Russian economy if uh, Angel McCautry, who I've never heard of until just yesterday, now, the one thing that the WNBA is getting out of this is a lot of their players are getting attention that I would have never gotten. I don't know who Angel McCotch. I'm learning WNBA names. Stop. Stop. I won't remember them, Brett. All right, all right. Because it would require me following that horrible sport they play, which is girls falling down with a ball. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. But, yeah, she's back, and everybody said, Nobody's, nobody seems all that happy about it. It actually made me feel bad for Brittany. I mean, she didn't do anything. To cause this, she just wanted out. I mean, if she really wanted to be a hero, she's like, "I'm the one that I'll stay. You get the other guy out." Like that would have been a talk about a Chief Joseph moment of her to say, "No, I'm going to stay. You get you get that important guy out of here." But if it was me, oh no, it's me. I'm out. Take the merchant of it. Her nickname should be the Merchant of Dunk now because <laughs> I mean that's what I'm signs. Of, if you're a visiting team, the Merchant of Death. Trade for the yeah. Merchant of Dunk. The Merchant of Dunk. Well, because she's the only one who can. They've had 27 dunks total in the 25 years of WNBA play, and she's got like 21 of them. They don't have anybody who can do it. Eighth graders can dunk, but she can't. But yeah, they, if you're a visiting team, and I know they wouldn't, would you have signs? 
go back to Russia. I'm like, if you hated the Mercury, and there's no passion for the WNBA, but let's say you're a Las Vegas Aces fan, and you got to play the Mercury. Yeah, would your uh, and it's it's a tight, jab poster. Yeah, do you have any? Do you take that shot? Do you take that swing at Brittany? I liked you better overseas. Stuff like that. <laughs> you got you got a vape pen. You didn't make any jokes about vape it. pens. You could hold maybe, those up. Maybe yeah, vape pens. So you give a vape pen night. Just like when the coach would get the, a DUI, sometimes they'd always hold up the original well, car keys, and then that turned into right. something else. The fans would do it, but yeah. the, the stadium and the team not behind it. But I mean, yeah. if you're a like the hat trick, everybody throws out vape pens on the court while she's <laughs> right. If she dunks, we all throw our vape pens onto the floor. I don't think the WNBA fan is savvy or passionate enough to be, uh, you know, vicious like that. If that was the NBA, the first couple of weeks would be fine. But after about a year, I mean, for God's sakes, ASU made fun of Steve Kerr's dad. It was way out of line. But there is nothing a fan won't do to get an advantage over a team. Uh, and and usually step out of line. Would it be stepping out of line? Probably right off the bat. But would it be stepping out of line to start? You know, making the reference free throw to, line. Oh yeah, yeah, the free cannabis. throw cannabis. Cannabis. Yeah, dos yeah. dosvedonia. Yeah. <laughs> and bring up Russian stuff and make her uncomfortable at the line. But you really don't have to work too hard to make a WNBA player miss a free throw. They're pretty bad at them anyway. So it's not like the crowd is going to play a part. Besides, most of the crowd's so busy scissoring, and it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Chant the Marine's name. Oh, there's a good one. There you. Paul Whelan. <laughs> oh, man, I hurt my feelings. <laughs> Just a sign that says free Paul Whelan at a WNBA game. Yeah. Can't get in trouble for that. I don't know. The Britney thing was definitely a polarizing topic on TV yesterday, that's for sure. Everybody's glad she's home. Thought maybe we traded a little too heavy. Hopkins for Johnson. It's a little, it's a little bit of a, a lopsided deal. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five nine eight hundred. A good one, and we'll scream it together on this Friday. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.